Hello everyone. This is Ruthless on Crimes, Relationships, and the Madness of Life. And today we have the wolf. Unfortunately, we don't have Bobby D with us, but we have some other great stories for you, right? Yes, without a doubt. You know, it's a wolf year. You know, I'm feeling insanely crazy lately. I don't know why. Maybe because everybody's in the middle of madness, whether it be war, politics, inflation, the economy screwed up. We don't know whether we want to hug somebody or we want to kill them or both. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel kind of vagarious <laughs> any given moment. Do you not agree, Ruthless? Yes well, or no? Yeah, I get that vibe from a lot of people about yeah. wanting to hug and kill people at the same time. But those are... What, crazies? Oh, are you calling me a crazy? Oh. I was going to say a liberal, but... Um, I'm not liberal, though. Not you. Oh, But I liberals? feel like, yeah, you know, that one minute they're like, oh, like... You know, we need to help this. And the next minute they're like, oh, they're like, we don't care. Like, yeah, Antifa. Let's yeah. just burn down this judge's house. <laughs> like, right. No, I agree with you 100% on that. But oh, that's, that's a political wild. venture we can discuss with our our favorite friend, Polly. When he's, Polly's going to be showing up here in another few episodes. Polly is my brother. Polly is a, is a guy that's there to the death. He's loyal to a fault. He's helped people in situations during COVID when there was rioting. He's a three percenter. He's a philosopher, highly educated man, lived through hell. He has been back and he lives a decent life, but he stays constantly informed on all of the conspiracies the crazy stuff that's going on in politics, what's going on really behind the scenes. He follows all of it. And he's sick today, sadly. Otherwise, we were going to be doing two or three episodes with Paulie and uh, the uh, concepts of his informational inspection of the Internet and what is misinformation and what's real information that has been allowed to perpetuate on the Internet and fester. But that's for another episode. I'm here to tell you about a couple things that transpired in my life previously. As I was telling you, when I was younger and I just didn't care, which uh, went on for a couple of decades, needless to say. <laughs> and, yeah, it depended on the moment. Well, when I was younger and a teenager and I just didn't care about education or anything, I would uh, party, party, party go out and we lived near uh, Green Bay at the time and we'd go look for trouble. Well, there was this uh, couple of rich guys that were at a a rival school. The parents kind of took care of them, I mean to say, but they liked to motivate other people to, to like, I don't know, fight other people. So, you know, we came from a poor area. You know, in the country, a smaller town. And we would come hang out in Green Bay. And I remember a particular evening where these uh, couple of guys motivated a bunch of people in a parking lot to try to fight us. In other words, there was like 20 or 30 of them. Until we pulled out a tire iron, both of us, and my other friend pulled out a baseball bat and started smashing people's vehicles right in the middle of the parking lot. Then everybody scattered like rats. 
Why were they trying to fight you? Because we're from a rival school. You know, it's just <laughs> stupidity. Like in any state, there's rival schools and rival people. I was dating a hot cheerleader from their school, and they didn't like that because I had long hair, ripped jeans. You know, I looked like uh, a hoodlum. I kind of was, pretty much. You know, I broke laws. I sold drugs. And, you know, I wasn't a preppy prep prep from the prep school like them. So the preppy prep preps wanted to beat you up, huh? Oh, yeah, they all did. But, you know, they were doing it in mobs. They weren't doing it one-on-one. Well, a couple days later, I was driving my old-school muscle car that I had bought. And he had an old-school muscle car that was mint that his dad bought him. His dad was the city alderman. And we happened to catch him, his buddy, and two gals sitting in the back in the middle of Green Bay in broad daylight. So me being the crazy son of a bitch that I was and always kept baseball bats, tire irons in the car, decided I wanted to chase him down and, well, first I was going to fight him, just fight him straight up because it was too, you know, it would have been too... It would have been two-on-two because there was three of us, but I wasn't going to let the other dude fight. It was just going to be two-on-two. And, you know, I tried guarding him to fight in his parking lot, and they took off and drove away. Well, I was a little upset, so I chased him down with my car. And we're going down, you know, this is probably like 4, 4, 4.30 in the afternoon in the summer. It's bright and sunny. And I bumped their car with my car on their passenger side and my driver's side. But I didn't care because my car was a... Old school muscle car with a bunch of dents, dings, rust, and I used to smash into people's cars whenever I felt like it. And uh, he had a mint 78 Chevy Monte Carlo that was cherry red. It looked like it was right out of a showroom. So needless to say, after I bumped it once, I bumped it again. Now, we're doing like 50 miles an hour to the city of Green Bay at 4.30, rush hour. And yeah, down Mason Street. And I had Johnny take the wheel. Johnny was sitting next to me. And I was hanging out the window with a tire iron, the big ones, not the little ones, the big baseball bat-sized tire irons. Oh, the old schools, yeah. And I started smashing the side of his car while we're driving down the, you know, the main road of Mason Street heading towards the interstate. Well, he's on the driver's side to do that. I really want to get because he's driving his car. His buddy's in the passenger seat and there's two chicks in the back. You know, I didn't think about anything. I didn't care about what harm I was in, what harm they were in. I was just insane at that point. So I'm smashing the windshield on the passenger side. I'm smashing the side of the car as we drive because, you know, Johnny's trying to keep up with them. And I am literally got so crazy that I was trying to hang in. The passenger slid all the way over to the driver in their old school car. So I'm trying to reach him, and I can't reach him. I just want to hit the passenger, too. I'm hanging out of my car into their car to try to hit this dude with the tire iron while we're driving our cars are touching going, going down 55? the road at 50 55 miles an hour down the road he so, could have just sped up or hit the brakes and cut me in half shit scott you could have died yeah i wasn't thinking i wasn't thinking whatsoever so um i you know i i hit the dude a couple of times and then you know johnny's like hold up man i can't drive so i hopped back in the car you know, I slid back, and literally, like, a, a 30 seconds later, he, he turns left. He hits the brakes and turns left and goes across the, the grass onto the opposite side of the road and turns around going the opposite way. Wow. So if he would have done that 30 seconds sooner, he would have cut me in half. He just hit the brake while we're still going, and then turns left right into the grass. Anyway, so he turns around. So we turn around. We go right in the grass and we follow him. And he turns around again. So I go to John and I said, let me drive. 
I'm just gonna, we're gonna let him go. So I turn as if I'm going to the gas station parking lot and I let him go and I watch. Then I pull back out in the road and I'm heading towards the interstate. There's a crowd of cars. I mean, it's gridlock. It's rush hour. It's 4.35 in the middle of the week in the summertime. Yeah. And so we get, I can see him. I can keep an eye on him. He's about a half mile ahead of us or a mile. I see him. He heads the interstate and heads north on 43. I said, well, now we got to get him. So I get up onto the interstate and it's rush hour, right? The interstate's a lot. There's tons of cars. Well, this is how crazy I was. I started driving on the fire lane on the driver's side. The little fire lane, I'm doing 70, 80, 90, 100 miles an hour down that fire lane trying to catch them. Yeah. Cars were moving over. They were like almost touching on this two-lane highway, pushing over to the opposite fire lane because they were seeing me come. So then what happened? All of a sudden, traffic backs down. Like, there's a big gap, and in there I see his car. He was still trying to get away. I freaking hit his car in the driver's side with my car, and they slid, like, off to the side of the road on the highway. I don't know if they went off in the ditch or what. I just kept going. Then what'd you do? I just kept going. I went to party that evening. It was over for me. Well, then, I come to find out, like, two, three days later, you know, I'm going through town, and why not I see his car? There he is again. Goddamn thing's mint. Maybe it was a week later. It's mint. Brand new. I'm like, yeah. But his dad was super, 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 super rich. They probably just went and got a new one. They probably bought a new one. It's what it boiled down to. Oh, we'll just buy you a new one. Okay. So, it was. It didn't look exactly the same, so maybe it was. I thought maybe he just got it repainted really quick, but I was thinking, that's nah, pretty interesting. Anyway, so... I don't know what the deal is, why I had this urge. I got a hold of them guys, and I said, well, let's go in the middle of the night after we're done partying. Let's just roll over to his house. So I followed him to his house during the day. They just didn't know it. We figured out where he lived. Oh, and then at like 3.30 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, it was super early. We roll up, park the car. My car's sitting in the middle of the road right in front of their house. And I pull out from the back seat a 15-pound sledgehammer. And went right over there. His car was parked in the driveway and just started going to town. Caved in the roof. Caved in the hood. Caved in the grill. Caved in the lights. Caved in the trunk. Just smashed the windows. I destroyed that car. Why? For like 10 minutes. Just because I felt like it. Just because I felt like he had done, done us wrong. And... Then we drove away. It was weird. Nobody came out. I'm 10 minutes smashing a car in a quiet, nice suburban neighborhood at 4 o'clock in the morning. And nobody came out. They had to have been watching out the window. They had to have been watching. Now, we didn't have the plates on the car because we would have been dumb if we did. We had no plates on the car. We took them off out in the country. So we just drove away, went back to the country and headed back out home. Well, I'm in high school. No, you don't understand. I'm in high school. I'm a senior in high school. And uh, we're in class, Johnny and I, and all of a sudden the cops come and drag us out. They, t- they call us down to the principal's office. We get there, the cops are there. They're like, well, what are you guys doing? They know what we're doing. We're in class. No, what were you doing last night or this morning, early? Uh, sleeping? And they're like, no, you weren't. You were at so-and-so's house. 
And he smashed a car, didn't you? I'm like, no. Why don't you call my mom and ask her? Even though I didn't tell my mom. My mom knew to cover for us at all times. So when they did call my mom and ask her where we were at, my mom said, oh yeah, John and Scott were at our house. They, John stayed overnight. We're in the, they were here the whole night. So it's not like they could ever prove that it was us. So that was the end of that. <laughs> Jeez. But needless to say, like two, three weeks later, he had a new car again. What a little shit. Yeah, oh yeah, he was a spoiled brat. He just didn't get it. He did not like that I was dating one of the hottest cheerleaders from their school. Yeah. She was freaking fine, I'm going to tell you. Super fine. She liked the bad boy. I was the bad boy. I met her in a mall one afternoon. That's how we met. You met her in the mall? Yeah, met her in a mall and I hit on her. Yeah, what'd you say? I don't remember. Are you kidding me? This is a couple of three decades ago. Okay. I'm an old bastard. I don't remember what I remember looking at her. I still remember her face. Yeah. From that point in time. She must have been really good looking. She was. She still is. I've seen her as an adult. She's pretty hot. Long blonde curly hair. Yeah. Great body. She stays <clears throat> in shape. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's besides the point. But I, I saw her friend years later too. Her friend was hot too. That's all in her story. I almost connected up with her friend later on as adults. You know, it's just wild to me the money some people have. Oh, it is, isn't oh, it? Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. You know, I grew up with the lights getting turned off, the gas getting turned off in the middle of winter. You know, we wouldn't have any electricity and we wouldn't have any gas in wintertime. You know, when I moved up here, I met a kid. Dad sent him all the way through college, paid for his apartment, paid for his food. The dad said he wanted him to work a job just part-time so that he could, you know, get a vibe for working his way through college. This guy told his dad, he said, you know, Dad, I shouldn't have to work because you could pay for it and then I can focus harder on my studies. So you should just pay for my food. Wow. And, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Some people have it like that. Some I couldn't don't. imagine. If my parents put me through school and wanted me to just work a part-time job, I couldn't imagine the... Oh, entitlement, yeah, but, the entitlement. Yeah, but that comes to ethics again, once again, yeah. comes to ethics. You have a hard ethic and a stronger uh, will to survive and aspire because you were given motivation as a youth because you didn't have much, so you grew from nothing to become something. That, that speaks volumes for character. When you're giving everything and you just... Um, sustain life, then, you know, you have no character. You don't know what you are. There's there's no spiritual development. There's no mental development. There's no pressure. There's, yeah, there's absolutely no pressure that doesn't force you to have aspirations in life. You yeah. don't need them. I think, you know what, I don't know if I agree with that, though, because I think, I think people can grow as human beings um, in those situations and still have good character. Some, yes, I agree, yes. I'm not saying that that person had good character or not, but I, I will say um, I've, seen, I've seen both sides. I've seen people grow under pressure, and I've seen people crack under pressure, and I've seen people grow in a nice situation, cushy, and I've seen people not grow in a cushy situation. I think it just, some people are just super entitled. It's weird. Without a doubt. No, it's not weird. It's the way the world works. Yeah. But, I digress. Yeah, you did digress, but it's okay. I don't mind. 
What else were we going to talk about? Another... Because this was supposed to be... You said you had a bat when you were hanging out at your car, and you changed it to a... Well, it wasn't a bat. I said we had bats in the car. It was a tire iron. Oh. My Johnny had a bat. We had two Louisville sluggers in the car at all times and a tire iron. Okay. Did you ever get in any fights at your school? Yeah. I got beat up one time at my high school. Good. When I was uh, When I was younger. I just got to high school and I got beat up by a, a senior when I was a freshman. A senior beat you up? Yep. Why? Because he thought I was tough, so he wanted to show everybody else that I wasn't. Just beat worked. me up. Well, no, because it was just... Do you think I ever... That stuff like that ever kept me down? No. I got beat up plenty of times in my life. Yeah. I've been beaten up in bars. I've been beaten up on the streets when I fought someone. and Win and loss many times. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Got kicked in the head 40 times and I got jumped by a few people in a club one time. So, yeah. I've been beat up. And that goes without saying. Ooh, that, that, that one is a good conversation in itself. That one right What's there. What's that one? That club scenario where I got jumped. Well, actually, let's... let's uh, I'm going to just give in a short expert about another high-speed chase. I'm going to go back to the day of the six-story fall, and I just want to give the the audience a little pittance of that. I had, back during that time, I had a Mitsubishi 3000 GT twin-turbo VR4. Does 170, top end, five-speed. Anybody knows about cars knows how fast those are. I had it modified a little bit. Anyway... The cops tried to pull me over in the middle of the city of Milwaukee that day. And they got out of the vehicle with the guns drawn. I'll, I'll describe it in more detail much later. When they thought they had me, a smart man knows this. When all the police are out of their vehicle and they have the guns drawn, it makes it real hard for them to catch up to you if you're already taken off in a vehicle, doesn't it? Of course it does. So that's what I did. Waited for them to all get out and draw the guns and pretend to surround me. Then I took off. I hit. You know, I took off and I hit uh, fourth gear in the middle of the middle of the city, doing 120 miles an hour. And from there, um, I'll come back to it again. That's that was just the beginning of the day that led to the six-story fall. Yep, that was the beginning of the day. But let's uh, end this episode because I feel like I could talk about what was the other subject we were just talking about. I thought we were talking about high school fights. No, no. Oh, it was going to be uh, bar fights and, uh, and club fights. Interesting stuff like that. I think that's what we're going to talk about <clears> in the next <throat> episode because I was a little stupid for a lot of years. I liked to fight or get beat up, whichever one it was. I'm not really sure. But hey, everybody. Crime, relationships, and the madness of life. This is the wolf. Ruthless. Yep, and we're 